Legendary Passages, Episode 106, Pausanias' Description of Greece, Book 2, Section 2, The Children of Corinth. Previously, Medea's children were killed after they brought poison gifts for their father's bride, Glauci. In this passage, we hear many myths about them and their mother before she flees to Athens. But first, a tour of Corinth. Lycaeum and Sencrie are the harbors north of the city, followed by the grave of Laius, a courtesan known for her beauty. Next are carvings made from the tree Pentheus climbed to spy upon the female revelers of Dionysus. After the marketplace is the spring of Perine, and then the images of Hermes and the ram. After the baths, we come to the well of Glauci, where the doomed bride of Jason tried to quell the burning chemicals of her poisoned crown and robe. Medea's children, Murmurus and Fairies, were buried nearby after being stoned for bringing the gifts. After being expelled from Athens by Theseus, Medea had another son, either named Medus or Polyxenus. Eumulus said that the throne of Corinth once belonged to Medea's father Aetes, and was subsequently ruled by Bunus, Apopius, and Corinthus. Then the Corinthians sent for Medea to rule as queen, making her husband Jason the king. After their children died, Jason sailed home, and Medea gave the throne to King Sisyphus. The Children of Corinth, a legendary passage from W. H. S. Jones, translating Pausanias, Description of Greece, Book 2, Section 2 to Section 3. The names of the Corinthian harbors were given them by Lechus and Sincreus, said to be the children of Poseidon and Perine, the daughter of Echelus, though in the poem called the Great Oe, Perine is said to be a daughter of Obalus. In Lycaeum are a sanctuary and a bronze image of Poseidon, and on the road leading from the Isthmus to Sencrie, a temple and an ancient wooden image of Artemis. In Sencrie are a temple and a stone statue of Aphrodite. After it, on the mole, running into the sea, a bronze image of Poseidon. And at the other end of the harbor, sanctuaries of Asclepius and of Isis. Right opposite Sencrie is Helen's Bath. It is a large stream of salt, tepid water, flowing from a rock into the sea. As one goes up to Corinth, there are tombs, and by the gate is buried Diogenes of Sinope, whom the Greeks surname the Dog. Before the city is a grove of cypresses called Crenaeum. Here is a precinct of Bellerophontes, a temple of Aphrodite Melanus, and the grave of Laius, upon which is set a lioness holding a ram in her forepaws. There is in Thessaly another tomb which claims to be that of Laius, for she went to that country also when she fell in love with Hippostratus. The story is that originally she was of Icara in Sicily, taken captive while yet a girl by Nicias and the Athenians, she was sold and brought to Corinth, where she surpassed in beauty the courtesans of her time, and so won the admiration of the Corinthians, 
that even now they claim Laius as their own. The things worthy of mention in the city include the extant remains of antiquity, but the greater number of them belong to the period of its second ascendancy. On the marketplace, where most of the sanctuaries are, stand Artemis, surnamed Ephesian, and wooden images of Dionysus, which are covered with gold with the exception of their faces. These are ornamented with red paint. They are called Lyceus and Bacchaeus, and I too give the story told about them. They say that Pentheus treated Dionysus despitefully, his crowning outrage being that he went to Citheron to spy upon the women, and climbing up a tree beheld what was done. When the women detected Pentheus, they immediately dragged him down, and joined in in tearing him, living as he was, limb from limb. Afterwards, as the Corinthians say, the Pythian priestess commanded them by an oracle to discover that tree and to worship it equally with the god. For this reason they have made these images from the tree. There is also a temple of fortune with a standing image of Parian marble. Beside it is a sanctuary for all the gods. Hard by is built a fountain on which is a bronze Poseidon. Under the feet of Poseidon is a dolphin spouting water. There is also a bronze Apollo surnamed Clarius, and a statue of Aphrodite made by Hermogenes of Cythera. There are two bronze standing images of Hermes, for one of which a temple has been made. The images of Zeus are also in the open. One had not a surname, another they call Sithonius of the lower world and the third most high. In the middle of the marketplace is a bronze Athena, on the pedestal of which are wrought in relief figures of the muses. Above the marketplace is a temple of Octavia, the sister of Augustus, who was emperor of the Romans after Caesar, the founder of the modern Corinth. On leaving the marketplace along the road to Lycaeum, you come to a gateway, on which are two gilded chariots, one carrying Phaeton, the son of Helios, the other Helios himself. A little farther away from the gateway, on the right as you go in, is a bronze Heracles. After this is the entrance to the water of the Perine. The legend about Perine is that she was a woman who became a spring because of her tears shed in lamentation for her son Sencreus who was unintentionally killed by Artemis. The spring is ornamented with white marble, and there have been made chambers like caves, out of which the water flows into an open-air well. It is pleasant to drink, and they say that the Corinthian bronze, when red-hot, is tempered by this water, since bronze the Corinthians have not. Moreover, Near Perine are an image and a sacred enclosure of Apollo. In the latter is a painting of the exploit of Odysseus against the suitors. Proceeding on the direct road to Lycaeum, we see a bronze image of seated Hermes. By him stands a ram, for Hermes is the god who is thought most to care for and to increase flocks, as Homer puts it in the Iliad. Son was he of Phorbus, 
the dearest of Trojans to Herbes, rich in flocks, for the god vouchsafed him wealth in abundance. The story told at the mysteries of the mother about Hermes and the ram I know, but do not relate. After the image of Hermes come Poseidon, Leucothea, and Polyamon on a dolphin. The Corinthians have baths in many parts of the city, some put up at the public charge, and one by the emperor Hadrian. The most famous of them is near the Poseidon. It was made by the Spartan Eurycles, who beautified it with various kinds of stone, especially the one quarried at Cronchia in Laconia. On the left of the entrance stands a Poseidon, and after him Artemis hunting. Throughout the city are many wells, for the Corinthians have a copious supply of flowing water, besides the water which the Emperor Hadrian brought from Lake Stymphalus. But the most noteworthy is the one by the side of the image of Artemis. Over it is Bellerophontes, and the water flows through the hoof of the horse Pegasus. As you go along another road from the marketplace, which leads to Sicyon, you can see on the right of the road a temple and a bronze image of Apollo, and a little further on a well, called the Well of Glauci. Into this, they say, she threw herself, in the belief that the water would be a cure for the drugs of Medea. Above this well has been built what is called the Odium, Music Hall, beside which is the tomb of Medea's children. Their names were Murmurous and Fairies, and they are said to have been stoned to death by the Corinthians, owing to the gifts which legend says they brought to Glauci. But as their death was violent and illegal, the young babies of the Corinthians were destroyed by them until, at the command of the oracle, yearly sacrifices were established in their honor, and a figure of terror was set up. This figure still exists, being a likeness of a woman frightful to look upon. But after Corinth was laid waste by the Romans, and the old Corinthians were wiped out, the new settlers broke the custom of offering those sacrifices to the sons of Medea, nor do their children cut their hair for them or wear black clothes. On the occasion referred to, Medea went to Athens and married Aegeus, but subsequently she was detected plotting against Theseus and fled from Athens also. Coming to the land then called Aria, she caused its inhabitants to be named after her, Medes. The son, whom she brought with her in her flight to the Ari, they say she had by Aegeus, and that his name was Medus. Hellanicus, however, calls him Polyxenus, and says that his father was Jason. The Greeks have an epic poem called Napotica. In this, Jason is represented as having removed his home after the death of Peleus from Iolcus to Corsaira, and Murmurus, the elder of his children, to have been killed by a lioness while hunting on the mainland opposite. Of fairies is recorded nothing. But Cynathon of Lacedaemon, another writer of pedigrees and verse, said that Jason's children by Medea were a son Medeus and a daughter Areopis. He too, however, 
gives no further information about these children. Eumulus said that Helius gave the Esopian land to Aeolus and Apollaria to Aetes. When Aetes was departing for Colchis, he entrusted his land to Bunus, the son of Hermes and Alcidamea. And when Bunus died, Apopius, the son of Aeolus, extended his kingdom to include the Ephyrians. Afterwards, when Corinthus, the son of Marathon, died childless, the Corinthians sent for Medea from Aeolus, and bestowed upon her the kingdom. Through her, Jason was king in Corinth. And Medea, as her children were born, carried each to the sanctuary of Hera and concealed them, doing so in the belief that they would be immortal. At last she learned that her hopes were in vain, and at the same time she was detected by Jason. When she begged for pardon, he refused it, and sailed away to Iolcus. For these reasons Medea too departed, and handed over the kingdom to Sisyphus. This passage continues with descriptions of Corinth and Sicyon, but in our next episode, King Minos comes to Athens for his tribute. <laughs>